you are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, I don't know that it could get any more frustrating than what happened tonight. Michael Watka doing what he does best, providing suspense and drama. Never letting you know exactly what could happen. <laughs> this is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name's Moose Michaels. I'm your host. And, uh, man, that game tonight, there's a lot of bad stuff in it. And uh, not, not, a whole, not a whole lot of good things, but some uh, some bad stuff. Watka not helping out his own cause, the bad pitching, the number of walks. But you know what? Austin Riley really loves Michael Watka. I'm willing to bet on that. Uh, again, Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Check us out on the brand-new Himalaya podcasting app, Google Podcasts. We're also on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Rate, review, subscribe. Let everybody know how much you love the show. We sure would love to hear from you. 615-290-5507 is the number to call. You can text, you can call. Uh, we can talk to you live on air right now, as a matter of fact, about tonight's game. I want to hear your thoughts uh, and what you think is probably the Cardinals' best bet going forward concerning the starting pitching. So uh, we're going to do that. And then in our second segment, we're going to do something a little fun. We're going to talk about our favorite Cardinals' memories. Okay. And uh, we'll talk about the things that we really love about the Redbirds. And uh, you can chime in again. Just give us a call while we're live, 615-290-5507. If you're listening after the fact to the podcast and you want to chime in on that, feel free. Call the same number, 615-290-5507. We'll play back some of the uh, answers on tomorrow's show, read some of the text, and, uh, yeah, have a lot of fun. So, again, uh, tell you what. Let's just get right into it, the bad part of the uh, game. Hey, Patrick, thanks for uh, listening. Uh, Patrick underscore lit one listening on Twitter. And, Patrick, if you missed that, we are uh, covering the game in the first segment. Second segment, your favorite Cardinals memories. That phone number, 615-290-5507. All right, so the Cardinals dropped game two of this three-game set to the Braves, four to nothing. And uh, I think there's no other way to do this except to put the blame squarely on Watka. I mean, the pitching was horrendous. Five innings, four hits, one earned run, though two runs did score on him, gave up four walks, four strikeouts, and a big home run to Austin Riley. And when I say big home run to Austin Riley, I mean that was Austin Riley's very first major league hit. <laughs> of Michael Watka. If nobody else remembers Michael Watka 15 years from now, Austin Riley will remember Michael Watka. Quick look at the box score. Uh, Carpenter and Goldschmidt, neither one of them got any hits, but they both uh, walked a little bit. DeYoung, one for four. Ozuna, another big old O for today. Jose Martinez getting a hit. Molina having a rare O for. Uh, Fowler getting a walk. Wong getting a walk, also getting a hit. And Watka just being Watka and being generally kind of bad. So, again... This entire game 
And, and let, let's face it, there was some there's some other stuff. Both uh, Goldschmidt and DeYoung hit into some pretty crucial double plays that they shouldn't have when they had runners in scoring position. But Watka allowed the first run of the game with an errant throw towards Matt Carpenter, tried to lead him to the bag. Carpenter couldn't get there in time. Ball sails out into left field. And, um, yeah, Braves get on the board first. Now, the other half of that, the other earned runs in the game, came off, believe it or not, John Gant giving up a home run. Uh, his ERA, just just a sky-high 1.48 from the uh, .78 that it was. Uh, Gallegos, Brevia, both did okay. Brevia's ERA down to 1.9. But let's focus on Waka just for a second. Let's focus on the fact that he couldn't, not walk somebody. He's basically walking one batter per inning. He's walking as many as he was striking out. And he couldn't locate his pitches. He was he looked hurried. He looked rushed. And it's just kind of a an overview of exactly what's been going on with the Cardinals pitching staff here for a while. Outside of uh Wainwright, who's got his own red flags. Right now, outside of Wainwright and outside of Michaelis, nobody seems to be doing all that great. Jack Flaherty, you know, he's searching for that command. He's searching for a way to get the walks tamed down. But Dakota Hudson, he likes giving up home runs. Waka likes to walk people. The starting pitching for the Cardinals needs to be addressed, like, immediately. Because if it's not, this team is sunk. Period. If they don't get the starting pitching that they need, and I don't know where they're going to get it from. There are options down at AAA they can take advantage of. There are uh, possibly some trade options. So one of the pitchers, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday, that I kind of had pegged to be a possible future Cardinal would be Madison Bumgarner. However, he doesn't want to be a Cardinal. Doesn't want to be a cub either, so I guess that's good. Uh, doesn't want to be a lot of a lot of different uh, uh, teams. So, who? What do the Cardinals need to do? And I know it sounds like we're beating a dead horse, but I think the first thing is is you got to give John Gant a shot at being a starter. Now, is he going to throw gas the whole time? Is he going to be you know pumping it up there ninety eight miles an hour? Probably not all the time. He's really going to have to learn to uh, rely a little bit more on his secondary pitches and, and and get guys out that way. But I think John Gant could be a very big asset in the rotation. He he kind of reminds me a little bit of a, of a Chris Carpenter in the way that he pitches. He kind of, you know, a bulldog out there. Uh, again, you want to chime in? You want to tell me what you think about all this? 615-290-5507 is the number to call, and we would love to hear from you. You can call. You can shoot us a text. It'll come through on Skype. We got it open right now. So, again, if you want to be a part of the show, 615-290-5507. Let your frustrations out. The Blues lost, too, apparently on a, on a pretty uh, awful play. Uh, from the Sharks. At least my Twitter is blowing up at that. Uh, now, there's one more game against Atlanta. And really, I, I don't know what to expect going forward. Wainwright's going to be taking the mound. And Wainwright has been much better at home than he has been on the road. 
and I hope that he could, uh, or I really hope that he can, can continue the magic, get things going and keep it up. But some of the background numbers on Wainwright don't suggest that the success he's been having these last few starts is something that can be sustained. So we'll see what he does on the mound against the Braves. And um, by the way, this uh, start that Wainwright's got against the Braves on Thursday could be his last in his home state. By the way, everyone knows the Braves drafted him in 2000. And he's 9-3 and three against him. It's going to be his fourth 14th career start against his childhood team. Julio Tehran uh, going to be taking the uh, mound against him. So 6.20 p.m. Central Time. You can catch the game, I suppose, on Fox Sports Midwest, MLB.TV, or your local Cardinals affiliate. Me, I'm stuck watching the uh, Fox Sports Southeast feed just because I'm in a Braves market. However, I, again, I said this yesterday, don't really mind it. Chip Carey, uh, at least for me, not that bad of an announcer. Coming up next in our second segment, we'll be talking your favorite Cardinals memories. And I've got a few. I want to hear from you, 615-290-5507. You can listen to us in the brand-new Himalaya podcasting app, curated playlist. Mm -hmm. Excellent UI. Got that down, too. It's the best way to listen to your shows, all your favorite shows, not just Locked on Cardinals, though I'm sure Locked on Cardinals is in that number one position, right? Also, uh, shout out to ZipRecruiter, our uh, sponsor for today's show. Hiring can be really messy, can be really kind of hard, and it can be one of those uh, things that you just don't want to do. You know, you got to look at the resumes, you got to make calls, and half the time you don't know if these people are lying. So what do you do? Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. That's what you do. And you can try out ZipRecruiter for free. Here, They're going to take your job opening. They're going to send it out to 100 of the web's leading job boards, and then they're going to shine a spotlight on the best candidates for your job. In fact, four out of five employers get a quality candidate in the first day. The first day! How about that? If only drafting baseball players was that easy, right? All you have to do, if you want to try this out, go to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash LockedOn, ZipRecruiter.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on zip recruiter it's the smartest way to hire and we're back locked on cardinals part of the locked on podcast network my name's moose michaels your host you can listen to us on the uh google podcast apple podcast spotify the brand new himalaya podcasting app your smart device in your car wherever you are listening do me a favor and i want you to subscribe to the show and then I want you to rate and review the show. Five stars is what we're looking for. Five-star review from you. Really helps the show out. Trust me. The phone number is 615-290-5507. Doing something a little bit different uh, in this segment. We're talking about our favorite Cardinals memories. And if you would like to chime in, again, the phone number 615-290-5507 is the number that you want to call. And I, I've, got, I've got a ton of stories from being a Cardinals fan. Uh, I became a Cardinals fan very early on in my childhood. I, my dad's family is from New Mexico, and for whatever reason, I don't know if they made a pact with the devil or what, they're all Cubs fans. And I remember going to my, uh, my grandpa's house out there, 
and the Cardinals were playing the Cubs. And, of course, nobody in the family is cheering for the Cardinals, so I decided to cheer for the Cardinals. And for whatever reason, my grandpa decided to start sending me Cardinals stuff. And thus, fandom was born. Yeah. I've been a Cardinals fan ever since. The season, the summer of 1998, the big home run season between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, possibly my favorite baseball season ever. And people can say what they want about the steroids, and I get it. I completely understand, and I agree with you. But still, that was the most fun baseball season I ever had. And even though the record that that McGuire hit that year is tainted, uh, the fun I had during that season was not. In fact, I remember I was a freshman. So when the season started, I was in the eighth grade. And then it was through the summer between my eighth grade and freshman year of high school. And me and my best friend, a guy named B.A. Jessup, we would check the news, the box scores, anything we could find because, you know, the Internet wasn't readily available back then like it is today to see who had hit another home run. And, of course, we were both cheering for McGuire. Not that we, like, hated Sammy Sosa terribly or anything, but we both just uh, like Mark McGuire. You know, look like Paul Bunyan out there swinging that bat. Fast forward a little bit. I remember being in uh, or working at a factory uh, up in Kentucky and taking quote unquote restroom breaks to go to the <laughs> the computer they had in the break room to uh, check on the Cardinals postseason status uh, in the fall of 2004, which, by the way, probably my favorite team. Matt Morris, always one of my favorite pitchers. Of course, you had the MV3 with Albert Pujols, Scott Rowland, and Jim Edmonds. You had Edgar Renteria on that team. Um, what, Reggie Sanders was on that team. That was so much fun. So much fun to watch those guys. 2006, I remember when the Cardinals won the World Series against the Tigers. And uh, I called up another one of my really good friends. Uh, his name is Justin Groves. And uh, we... We sat there and we talked a little bit about it. And I told him, I said, he's a Cubs fan. I said, you know what? You are completely wrong about all this. The Cardinals, because he told me the Tigers are going to sweep the Cardinals. Uh, Patrick uh, sh shot us a text here. His favorite Cardinal memory has to be David Freeze's performance in Game 6 of the 2011 World Series. Was watching while writing a paper for Art History College class. Elective, of course. Safe to say not much progress was made on that paper that night. We'll never forget the call. We will see you tomorrow night. Of course, Jack Buck, or not Jack Buck, what am I talking about? He didn't do it from beyond the grave, though he did do it in the 80s. Uh, his son, Joe Buck, the one uh, the one making that call. Now, me, I remember that night clearly as well. I was, I was watching Game 6 in the conference room of the radio station I was doing overnights at. And it was a country radio station, and I had... Uh, it's called voice tracking in the business where you pre-record an entire show. What we ended up doing, what I ended up doing was putting the game on the big screen on the TV. And I remember, you know, they, I can't remember exactly who was on base. I remember David Freese was up the bat and they tied it the first time screaming and jumping and yelling. And it was just madness. Of course, uh, the Rangers come back courtesy of Josh Hamilton. And then they tie it. The Cardinals tie it up again before Freese walks it off. Probably the greatest World Series game of all time. All due respect to the Reds and all that business back in the 70s. Game 6, 2011 World Series, Cardinals, Rangers, greatest World Series game ever of all time.
I don't know how you couldn't like just feel the drama that night and and the joy of sports was just so palatable back then. So, uh if you got a favorite memory about the Cardinals, let us know 615-290-5507. We're about to wrap the show up, but uh, I'm still taking uh, your calls and your texts. You know, you can send them in even after the fact, even if you're listening to this as a podcast and uh, we'll read them on the next show. Yeah, it's re- it really is that easy. All you got to do, call text 615-290-5507. Zip Recruiters are sponsored for our show tonight. And, uh, of course, they make hiring simple, smart, easy. And that's really kind of what you want when you're, when you're doing the hiring process, right? What they're going to do is they're going to take your job opening. They're going to post it to 100 of the web's leading job boards. Don't believe me? Go to go to ziprecruiter.com slash locked on car excuse me, ziprecruiter.com slash locked on. Ziprecruiter.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And you can try it out for free. I wish it was ziprecruiter.com slash locked. I can't talk. It's late at night. Uh slash locked on cardinals. However, what they're gonna do is they'll post it to all those job boards and four out of five employers get a quality candidate in the first day. Yeah, really is uh, that simple, that easy, and yeah, it's smart. You don't got to do the whole process of going and looking at resumes. You don't have to do any of that stuff. They do it all for you, and you just have to pick the best candidate for you. They make it simple, easy, smart. ZipRecruiter.com slash LockedOn is the website, again, that you want to go to. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, I'm getting out of here. Be sure to to, uh, subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We love hearing from you. We'll see you tomorrow. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.